0: I'm in a new space today because my studio was giving me anxiety so many unfinished things I was cleaning out the plant, one of my plants it's not been doing so well lately I feel guilty about that And I'm sorry, there's like tea boiling in the background. That's going to stop soon. But I went to, like I was passing by it and like I felt the guilt again. And I think I've been feeling this guilt ever since it started happening. But it was kind of like, I'm just going to leave it alone and see if it can do it on its own like if it can help itself if maybe my interference would make it worse instead of better so I'll, I'll, I'll jump in when I, when I really really need to which I guess happened today and um, I apologize for the roughness in my voice this morning um, I've been in my head And that moment with the plant, just, you know, taking its dead leaves out and looking, really looking at its roots. There's like mold and things. I've been overwatering it, and I'm not sure if the soil that I used for it was actually good for it or if it needed something else. And I started thinking about, you know, I was talking to it. I was apologizing for, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and stop that, otherwise it's just gonna keep beeping. Hold on. I have my green tea. okay. Okay, getting up to get the tea was good for me because I was getting into my head. Um, You could probably tell that my voice was kind of going down. And actually, that's been the theme of this week. And sitting with the plant and really looking at it made me realize that. And that... I feel like it's been like that, on and off. I, I guess I wanna say two years. It's really hard for me to determine. But in the past two years, it feels like they've been coming at a frequency that is like so much more than before. Before I think, and I wonder, I wonder if it's just about clarity, you know, if you've gone through enough of these downs and got out of them that you start to realize just how small a thing can take you there. And to try and simplify what I'm saying is that it's just, it's just about honesty real, real honesty with yourself because let's say well, (laughs) let's say we've been told that the creator is who we need to be following. The creator creates a creation, right? And so the creator creates the creation in a way that that creation will function or wait say that again i think the creator creator creation was confusing me (laughs) i'm gonna just try to this is why i said i wanted to simplify it because i i can see it in its bigness and i want my words to reflect the bigness but i don't have that many big words I don't have that level of language, I think, to even (laughs) describe. But if you make something, right? You make something for a specific purpose, whether it's to express something, whether it's for that thing to function as something, or are those the only other? To me, those are the two things that pop up. Maybe there's more. Probably there is. But if you make something to work for you in a certain way, like if it's a, a book, if you make a book, the reason you make the book is because you want to contain information, knowledge, drawings, or whatever within that book. And so you design the book in a way that functions really well for you. Right? Right? because I might be using a sketchbook or a book and think that this is great, this works for me, and it does, but someone else can't use that same notebook or sketchbook. You know, they have their own little tweaks, even though it's the same thing, it's a book, but it's tweaked differently. And there are Millions and millions and millions of possibilities of this. Anyway, I'm drifting, I'm drifting. What I was, what the plant showed me (laughs) is that if you want to live in accordance with the Creator, then you have to be His creation. His or or hers or theirs or it's or whatever, whatever you subscribe to. And I think being his creation, because we're such conscious beings in this way where we can think about ourselves, <laughs> a little narcissistic sometimes, but yes, because we are conscious beings, We can choose to say no to an instinctual feeling or an instinctual desire, or I don't know if those are the right words even, but something that you feel. Because we we can choose to say no, then there's that added layer. But everything else that's been created is created in a way to serve its life, its survival, its, its thriving. And all it has to do is function in according to that. So let's say what a plant needs is for its roots to be healthy, for the soil to be nourishing, for access to clean water, sunlight. Things that are naturally existing freely and um, I need to drink some tea because that one hit me hard it hit me hard damn Do you like to like sip your hot tea like that when it makes a little bit of noise? I kind of like it. <laughs> I know who said that was rude. I'm gonna take this top half of my coverall off because it's quite noisy, and I move around a lot. So here's the thing. No, 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 I can't talk while I'm doing this. It's just more noise for you guys. This is the struggle that I have. (laughs) Okay. So what I was talking about in the beginning is that These downs have been happening on a much faster rate than ever before. And it feels like it's not just for me, it's for everyone. And and I mean everyone, whether you're paying attention to it or not. And uh, what if these are the tests, you know? What if these are the tests for what they call the final days? An opportunity to check with yourself how you are treating your body, how you are treating the people around you, your loved ones, your purpose, your, your purpose for existence. I wonder if two-track means that you can hear what's happening in the back of the microphone. Someone please tell me if you know, because this is new to me, and it can get frustrating to um, use this because when you have an idea and you just wanna express it, you don't wanna have to think about how the thing works, but that's usually what happens when you learn something new. And that's a frustrating part, but it, it is real. It's true. I feel like that's a, a that's a lot of people's reasons for resistance. It's I know it's definitely been mine. And if I don't know it then I'm not worthy to even try, <laughs> which is so dumb. Um when I hear myself say this is so dumb, I always have this moment where I'm like you're not dumb, don't call yourself dumb. that's not good. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's go back to that. It's really heavy today's topic or today's realization is really big for me. <laughs> and it's still happening as we speak, so this you guys are getting first class seats to this journey, this adventure <laughs> uh A lot of the people around me in my life are kind of like my plants. Some of them are thriving and doing really well and growing new growth and a few of them, not that many, two of them, three actually, are not doing so well and I've been ignoring them for ages with that same reason, for that same reason, that maybe my interference is going to make things worse, maybe. But at the same time, I know that the topics that I'm currently avoiding, which is so fascinating, is death. And I find it fascinating because I've always been so numb to it. I've had so many moments where I'm like, I should be feeling something right now. And sometimes it slips out, but other times I'm really good at blocking it out, like really good. As soon as it hits, it's like, nope, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You stay in there. (laughs) You are not coming out. But all it has to do is move through me to show me just how important that person was in my life and how much or I guess it's coming out now (laughs) and how guilty I feel for not doing enough towards that person for that person and when I say doing enough it's like not It's things that I know deep in my heart that I can do, and that I can do really well. Because I care. Not to feel my pain made me a horrible, horrible person. And I'm not saying this as a condemnation um, because I know that I am actively trying not to be that person, otherwise I wouldn't be having this conversation. Man <laughs> I don't know if you uh, are a person who partakes in in astrology or anything to do with the planets or anything to do with like natural shamanistic Whatever, you know, like these perspectives on the world, whether you listen to what these people have been saying in the past year or year and a half, but it's, it's all like this is a very hugely energetic um, thing that's happening with the moon, for example, or with the planets, whatever, some shift is happening. Like right now, I know for a fact. Now here, here's the thing, right? You can see from the way that I'm describing it that I don't (laughs) really, really like follow this religiously, okay? I check in from time to time. I get reminders here and there because I still, I think it's because a lot of people have told me just how, like it's not a science, that it's, whole, it's in the back of my head, even though it feels in my heart like this makes sense, because it's part of the whole fucking world that's been created, right, so if it's created, then it's created for a function, and it functions in a way, and if we are, I guess if you believe that we are spiritual people, or that we have spirits, which I definitely do 100%, then there has to be this added layer to things that we can't see with the physical eye, you know? And to me, that's, like, replicated in emotions. Like, you can't see them, but you experience them for real. (laughs) And they can be scary as hell. (laughs) But what if, just what if... (laughs) All these big shifts, all these big feelings, all these, they are are our tests. They are, and when I say that, I think it's, it sounds like, I mean, everyone's going to be like, yeah, duh, they are our tests, but I'm saying it in such a dramatic way because what if it is the end of days, you know, at least this kind of physical one. The planet is not doing great and things are just getting weirder. (laughs) I mean, like, anyway, if it is, right, and if I know what I need to do right now in this moment, it might not be everything, but right now in this moment, I know what I need to do to live in an honest way And for example, in my case, that would be to reach out to the people that I feel so strongly about, that I've separated myself from, because they're going through something difficult. For two reasons, I think. Or I think a few are, I don't know if there's going to be more. Right now, I see that death has been something I avoided not because of the concept of death itself but for the emotions that come around it and my own journey with healing i guess we're we're all calling it healing but and may and i guess it is it is healing but at the same time it feels like a return to what was instead of I mean, I guess that one means, that that does mean healing too. <laughs> but it, it definitely feels like it's a coming back to, You know? It's funny because my whole life, I have been fighting, fighting religion, fighting faith. Because so much of what I've experienced of it was externally, okay, not internally, because I think those are separate things. And I think that's why I have this conflict. But externally, it wasn't what I felt and believed internally. And I think that's why I really like connected so much to uh, Neda's poem. It's, it it made me, in this in-between place, in this neutral situation where it's like, okay, if I feel this way and you feel that way, and if I choose to feel the way that I feel, there is going to be this conflict of sorts. And I don't want to create conflict, I don't want to experience conflict because it shouldn't happen or because it's scary or because we're supposed to keep the peace you know but the conflict exists to create a sense of deeper understanding of the situation it gives you space to reevaluate <laughs> There are so many people out there in the world right now that have really educated things for, like educated me and shifted things for me. People that don't even know who I am. And, there, and people that are right there in my life. I don't know where I was going with that, but I just realized that. <laughs> just thinking about all the, the books i've been reading the podcasts i've been listening to the thoughts that people have been sharing out there like <clears throat> if you just if you're seeing a vast diverse range of this kind of stuff it why did i say it so judgmentally but anyway it just it really puts things into perspective like on a global scale so if this really is the end of days are you going to waste your chance to feel what it feels to be you? What it feels to be a creation of God or the creator or the universe or whatever it is that you want to call it. And it's just for, for this moment right here, right now. How honest can you be? fully truthfully living in that expression (laughs) why would you waste that chance because if you're like it just on so many levels you know why would you want to waste that chance because we don't really know why we're here right We don't really know the concept behind this creation. (laughs) Um, All we know is that we are given the opportunity to experience things so fully, so beautifully, so incredibly. I'm sure it's to understand something, or at least for me, it's to understand something. But maybe to know something I don't know I really don't know I always am constantly going to keep trying to figure that out (laughs) even though I know that it's something that I can't know it's always like interesting it's like exciting that I understand just a little bit more just a little bit more like I know it's not fully but just a little bit more I don't want to have regrets, and I say that not as in, like, I didn't achieve this, this, or this, really, it's I didn't live, I didn't live truthfully, I didn't live the way I knew I could live. and it doesn't mean wearing what i want even though it does <laughs> if that makes sense like it's not as big of it shouldn't be as big of a deal what i'm wearing like as long i don't know that this is this is just how i've been currently seeing it because where what you're what you wear where i come from Or actually, it's everywhere. What you wear is, like, defining you. I just want to wear whatever. I don't want to be defined by what I wear. Okay? But I do want to feel comfortable. I want to feel good in what I'm wearing. So can you just, like, get over what I'm wearing and focus on who I am? (laughs) Because otherwise, if I'm wearing something uncomfortable that is to, like, confine or conform to your idea of what, and I quoted Neda's poem there, (laughs) if you know it, you know, but if you are confining yourself, if I am going to confine myself to an an item of clothing or an outfit that is making me physically uncomfortable, how am I going to be my best self? I can't, I just can't, I really can't. I cannot because I'm gonna be thinking about it all the time. And I think that's the importance of clothes, just being comfortable, right? Then the question becomes if your comfort is now, um, what is it? When you take over someone else's level of comfort? I don't know. It's a big question, but it just, I just don't want it to be, okay? It can become a very big conversation, but I just don't want it to be. I just want everyone to get over it. <laughs> and just wear whatever you want, just wear whatever you want. Um, I drifted there, because it's, it's really heavy, and I, I went into the feelings a little bit, but I know for a fact that wasn't everything. Oh no, 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 this is a deep well, honey. <laughs> this right here is deep. This past, <clears throat> This past month, I've been, well, no, since I got back this summer, actually. Since I got back from our trip to Europe this summer, I've been kind of working on narrowing down what my business is, narrowing down what it is that I want to share with the world, and how do I want to share it. And at first, it was, how are other people sharing it? Okay, maybe there's a right way to share it. A more effective way, a more successful way of sharing. And I kept trying this thing, trying that thing, trying this thing, trying that thing, and not ever really feeling comfortable, you know? And new things are supposed to be uncomfortable. 100%, One hundred percent, right? So I sat through that discomfort, and I followed, and I kept trying to follow through it. But when I realized that it's not because this is uncomfortable, it's an un, it's a discomfort I'm. I know I don't need to have. Because you're gonna have discomfort, right? But there is some discomfort that you know you don't need to have because you're doing it to yourself. And that that's what that was <laughs> for me. And um, trying to re how I wanna share, trying to decide which platforms to use. There's so many things out there that you could be doing, so many choices. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, that's not true, that's not true. I didn't know, I did not know. And now I do, now I know, kind of, (laughs) a little bit more. (laughs) I know that it's so much easier for me to record my my thoughts when I don't see myself sometimes, especially because I can get a little distracted. I think I might be a little vain. (laughs) I really do because I know I'm beautiful. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I just, patriarchy got me there. <laughs> I am beautiful and I am allowed to say that and I am allowed to know that about myself and be confident in that. I am. Yes, I am. And sometimes it's just distracting. Um, but also like making videos is I, interesting to me. I'm very interested in that. Um, because I love the whole setting up a s- scenario, setting up a an environment for something. You know? Um, but I don't think I don't know. I'm recording so much, I'm just not taking the time to edit. And um, I'm not uncomfortable in that. That is that is uh, just the discomfort of something new, which, okay, i'm I'm glad that that got cleared out because <laughs> uh, I was feeling torn. and I enjoy making videos for Instagram and things like that. But there's a bit of a, a toxic relationship there that I notice is the, this whole validation thing, like this whole like, oh, people like this. It's, uh, it's a real thing. And I think I've been shifting my focus more on to the people that are actually interacting with me on my posts and my stories and things like that. Like the people that are actually interacting with me are the people that I want to be doing this for, not for the hundreds of thousands of likes and follows and things like that. The people that really enjoy my company, my, (laughs) me and the people that I really enjoy as well on social media because it's not just a one-way street either. It is definitely a two-way thing. So being, I guess, what's it called? Being mindful, being purposeful with who you follow. And it's just about following the feeling. I um, I got into human design sometime last year, and very superficially, kind of in the same way with astrology and all these other things, where I like doing the quizzes and I like reading the general like descriptions of the the people or the person, um, because I think I think for sure there are some similarities in generations and similarities. In behavior types and things like that, but it's so much more nuanced. And when I um, started looking into human design, I was again looking at it superficially, and but even then, it was already like, oh wow, this is this is cool. This makes sense. If I'm gonna look at myself as a creation, not in the physical sense, but like how I function the the spiritual sense I guess the mental sense the emotional sense, um, but of course the body is still going to be included. It's just anyway, <laughs> this last couple of months after talking to Tutu, I um, decided to go back into it because she she the way she talked about herself, the way she talked about what she wants versus what she doesn't want what she likes what she doesn't like or how she works I was like damn mashallah you know you know you know and it's not just you know but you know and you're constantly gonna know you're always well I don't know about always anyway it just felt like she had discovered herself and was flowing with herself. And I loved that. And I was like, oh, I want some of that. Because I can kind of, I've been in a good place. I've been doing really well. But there's still this like confusion. There's still this like holding back of, I don't want to, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't think it's going to be right. I don't think I'm going to do it well. I mean, it's not going to be good enough. Like all these reasons, all these made up reasons. So when I went to really look into my human design, I found that that <laughs> I found that I am a what they call a manifesting generator and that I my authority is emotional and that my... Is that authorities emotional? Yeah, sequel. Anyway, which means basically that I make decisions on things based on a feeling, based on if it feels good or not, <laughs> and I know when you hear that, it's like... Because I've had this discussion with my husband. Like, I know when you hear that, it sounds like, okay, but what if you really don't want to do the laundry? It doesn't feel good to do the laundry. You know, like, we're, I'm still having this discussion. I'm still figuring this out. Like, where, how far does it go? Right. But I think it's, there's like things that you need to do and things that you want to do. And you, you need to do what you need to do. But if I follow the feeling of what I want to do, then the things that happen, the synchronicities, the, just the, the realness, the rawness, the beauty, it all starts to flow back. And I say flow back because it's, you get this feeling like you've known this before, you know, like you've experienced this before. And it's crazy because when, let's say, you're just having a bad week and you get into your head about it, it really feels like you're in this dark place for forever. You've been in this dark place for forever. But I think the more that I chose to experience my feelings and go to these hard places the more it feels like I know the the good place better than the, the bad place. I don't like using those words because it's just, it's more than that. Or is it more than that? Or I'm making it more than that because I like the drama. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this is kind of what you guys are going to be getting from me. I feel like this is the first real episode of my podcast, welcome, welcome to the (laughs) in-between. I think that's what I'm going to call it, Um, or maybe it's going to be like, in the in-between. No, that was too, that was too um, uh, romantic, Uh, I want to do it like a comedy. In the in-between, in the in-between, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that could work. Who knows? I don't know. It's, uh, I'm doing what I want, what I'm feeling that I need to be doing. And this feels the most natural to me. This feels like, yes, this is where... I can grow. And I say that while I'm also learning how to use this editing equipment um, program thing that I've never used before. So there's going to be discomfort in this. But the creating part of it is not. And it's really good because if you've read, if you've read, if you read (laughs) um, Steel Like an Artist, you know how he talks about, Is it still like an artist, or? I think it is, but there's also the blue books that I'm reading. Um, Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. So many people have said this, that if you separate the creator and the editor, right, each one needs to shine at their own time, not kind of together at the same time because they don't work well together. But if you let the creator create, okay, and then bring in the editor, and the editor the editor the <laughs> the editor the editor the editor does the editing you're going to have a really good balance but if your editor is sitting right there with your creator and every time the creator comes up with a wacky doodle idea wacky daddle doodle idea <laughs> uh yeah, yeah you guys aren't ready you're not ready you're so not ready. <laughs> anyway, um, if your creator comes up with a wild idea and your editor is sitting right there and it's gonna be like, no, that's that's how that's insane, <laughs> then um, you know you're not gonna get anywhere. So let the creator create and be like, Hey editor, this is the, this is the stuff. Okay. Um, this is it. Good luck. Uh, then it works. Then it works well. I started this off very seriously, very heavily. And I apologize for that. Maybe I'll put a disclaimer in the front, but It's heavy and it's necessary and it's real and it's beautiful because it's because I'm feeling alive. Now, I'm feeling alive because I talked about my feelings and I cried a little. I know that I can feel so much more alive if I face the thing that I don't want to be facing. If I reach out to those people who I feel I neglected because I thought that I should give them space so that they could deal with their own thing, but at the same time, I didn't want to deal with my feelings about what they were dealing with because it was too much and it was too heavy. And if I now face that, I would be so much more alive. So much more honest.